Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the BNB Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And I'm your other host, Coronavirus. Corona Brody. Corona Brody. We are back live in the studio. Well, each of us in our own studio, I guess. Separate studios. Social distancing. And not live either. I lied. Sorry. Um, (laughs) That's twice in one sentence. (laughs) (laughs) What can I say? I'm taking after the U.S. President of the United States. We are 35 seconds in and I've already made a dig at Trump. This is going to be pretty much the whole episode. (laughs) (laughs) He's a thick boy. Damn boy. Damn boy. He's thick. Um, yeah, so last week, if you've been keeping up with the podcast, or even if you've been following social media, you'll know that Brody was feeling a bit sick, and I was being overwhelmed with the college getting shut down here in the city and having to move online, so we dug into our reserve, which we did have two episodes recorded, but I just informed Brody, like, the audio for the one episode's gone, so I'm kind of pissed off, because, you know, we did spend time on it, and and it was there for a reserve, and now it's gone. So if anything does come up again, we're kind of fucked. But uh, we're going to try and record some extra episodes again in the future. But we hope you enjoyed the one we did manage to uh, put out uh, regardless. But yeah, so we're back. Uh, and uh, what's been going on, Brody? Um, I haven't left my house in like a week and a half. Yeah, how's that been? Uh, good but bad. You know, bad because you're pretty much home alone all day. But good because it's a nice break from work. I can reset the whole, reset the old brain. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's nice. I can just relax and do my thing and have a nap when I want to because I'm 94 years old. Yeah, it's Brody is old man. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been interesting because um, you know we haven't really seen anything like this. I mean, we had we've I don't know, like we've had other viruses like SARS and stuff, but I don't recall it being such a like desolate, empty fucking community. You know? Yeah. Like, it's terrible. Like, I wouldn't know because I haven't really been outside in a while, but mm. I assume, like, the streets are empty. Like, I've seen pictures of, like, big cities near us just absolutely like a ghost town. Yeah, I saw a picture of uh, Calgary today, their rush hour, quote-unquote rush hour, and uh, there was, like, two cars on the street. And, uh, you know, that's just something you don't see very often. And, and it's almost haunting, you know? Like, just seeing places like... Um, Vegas and New York, which are always like super busy and just they don't have anyone in them. And uh, it's just like it is like a ghost town, really. Um, I'm guessing that's the server. Yeah. Um, it, It's just it's just weird to me to see that, you know, like like even Disney Disney World just looks fucking terrifying right now. It looks like something you'd see in a like post-apocalyptic movie where they return to like disney world and they're going on like a supply run or something and it's just fucking deserted it's just so weird like zombie land they go to the amusement park oh yeah i guess that would be a good 
<laughs> no, that's I a good never, comparison. I've never actually seen Zombie Land, so really, oh wow, no. Hmm. But yeah, like I don't know. It's I know we're still early into this whole like plague mm-hmm. virus Black Death thing. Black Death. Black Death. I don't know. Like, hopefully, it gets better, but it's really hard to know for sure because it can still mutate. You know. It could get worse from here, like a lot worse. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, we don't know how bad it's going to be. There's all these projections and all these scientists are saying it's going to be like at least summer before things, um, you know, start to die down. But the fact of the matter is, unless they find a cure, who's to say like it's not like it's going to get worse next year if they don't find a cure before then. And, um, and I don't know, like, everyone is just so worried about all the, like, everything that's going on. But the fact of the matter is, it's not as bad as the media keeps letting on that it is. It's bad. You should stay inside. But the thing is, if you social distance from people, and if you wash your hands and stay clean, and stay away from people, it's not going to kill the amount of people, say, like the Spanish flu did. Like, the Spanish flu killed, like, 50 million people. This has killed a few thousand. I mean, like, that's one thing I don't understand. Well, I, I, I'll start off like this. I understand that they're keeping, like, the essential places open. Um, like, pharmacies are open. Grocery stores are open. The gas stations are open. But those are, like, the worst places to go. That's where everyone goes to, like, stock up. And you yeah. don't know who's been through there with what. And you never know what's going on. So that's why, like, we always have, like, a stock of food here. So, like, I haven't had a problem. I haven't had to leave the house. Like, I know nothing that comes in. Like, no one comes in and out of the house. So, like, it's not like it's going to come in here. So I'm safe in here. Yeah. So I've had enough health problems over the last year that I don't need to get that as well. You don't want me to come cough on you? You can do that all you want. You can come be quarantined with me. Anyways, I just want to, I mean, I figured we should talk about this. It's the most relevant thing right now. And uh, I just, I just want to talk about it because it, it is a situation that I never thought we'd actually find ourselves in. Um, and, you know, it's weird. Like, even the colleges are uh, a mess right now. Like, I, I really, I can't say that it's anything else subpar a mess. Um. The teachers don't really know what's going on. The professors, like, they, they really don't know what's going on. And setting us up online, like, great. But they should have prepared for something like this if something were to happen. I mean, obviously you don't know what's going to happen, but there should have been a better integration system put in place before the virus was even happening, you know? Like, if they should have been doing this weeks prior they already knew how bad it was getting elsewhere like just look around and and see that it's it's a bad situation like they should have been preparing yeah they should have yeah they should have been prepping for quite a while like i saw this if fake or not i don't know i saw this picture of a newspaper you know the day that kobe's plane crashed the helicopter crashed there, to the left of it was a news article that the headline was 
the race is on for a cure for coronavirus. And that was the very beginning of January. Mm-hmm. Like it's been a it's it's not like it's been hidden for a while. It's been out there. People just don't want to talk about it. And now that it's getting now that it's spreading, mm-hmm. now everyone's starting to get worried about it. Well, when you say it's not hidden, but like at the same time it was hidden for so long from everyone because the Chinese government wanted to cover it up. I mean, that's no fucking like it's not a conspiracy theory at the point there was a doctor that was proven to have said like he was literally silenced from saying that this is a virus and it's dangerous and we need to do something about it and like honestly if china would have owned up to okay yeah we've got this really deadly virus here well not even deadly at that time but like we've got this we've got this virus here and it has the risk to spread like places could have put measures in place that would have made it so it wouldn't spread as fast as it did. I could see if it was just like, boom, it's like this mass plague is spreading. Mm-hmm. Just one morning, it just people are getting infected and it's spreading and spreading and spreading. I can mm-hmm. see that. But people have known for a while, like it's not, they should have been preparing for this for quite some time. Yeah, and I understand, like, it's hard to prepare for something like this, especially since they didn't know how bad it truly was, but like, at least give some warning. And and there's still some places that have done a terrific job of uh, keeping it under wraps. Um, for instance, like here in Canada, uh, Manitoba, they have done a terrific job at curbing the, um, the infection rate. It's almost nil, like, in comparison to everywhere else. And it's because they respected social distancing and they put measures in a place that meant that it was they would slow the infection, you know? Yeah. And I no, com- people- Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I commend people for that. Or I, I commend their government for that, for being able to do what they did um, in slowing the infection, because that's the most important thing right now is to slow it. And what people don't understand about the self-isolation, and we can get into those stupid fucking twa- waffling idiots that are doing their goddamn summer break still in a second here. You might be able to tell how I feel about it. Um, But, like, that's the most important thing right now is to fucking stay away, stay home, and stop infecting everyone around you. Yeah, no, people, like, that's, like, as I was saying before, um, that, like, essential places are open. But there are a lot of places that definitely do not need to be open that are. Yeah. And it's... People don't realize that you're going to be causing problems. Yeah, but, like, people who are still spreading infection, like, people are still coming to work. Like, I understand it's hard because you got to make that decision. Do I go into work and, you know, make my make the money or do I stay home and make sure no one else gets infected um, and, like, um, apply for that for the income support that the government's offering. Um, and I get it; it's like a hard decision to make because I'm sure like EI is not going to be as much as you would make at your current job. But you can't go to work and possibly endanger people. I mean, even if you work with say like ten, just just for number's sake, like ten healthy adults who have no ex- uh, existing um, conditions you still have, like, they still have people in their lives you don't know about that might have pre-existing conditions. Like, even asthma or diabetes or 
you know, COPD, anything like that is deadly for someone to get this virus. Yeah, no, it's, there's, um, one of my, the people that I play games with online, he has, like, really bad heart conditions, and he hasn't left the house in probably a month, if not longer. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah, he's definitely scared that something's gonna happen, so he's been, I shouldn't say in hiding, but yeah, he's been, I guess, practically in hiding, because yeah, he doesn't want anything to happen to mm -hmm. him, or he doesn't want to give it to his family, like, which I don't blame him. Like, people should be staying at home, you know, until this whole thing blows over. True or not, I heard a press conference from that both the U.S. and Canada are putting, like, um, like this bill, whatever you would call it, in place that they're giving each, like, Canadian U.S. family money to get through this tough time. Um, yeah, I think I read that, too. That was actually something that I think the Liberals proposed, and then now the NDP are on board. I think it was like $3,000 to every citizen and 250 for each child, something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I read the NDP uh, leader's tweet about that, which I, I think is a really good uh, step, <clears throat> step forward, especially since... Up until this point, like, people have mentioned that Trudeau's spineless and not doing that much, and he's not doing much for the coronavirus thing, but if he adheres and at least tries to help his citizens, I think his approval will go up a lot. And I also oh, yeah. think I also think that that whole farmer uh, um, loan thing is, like, you've, obviously it's the smart thing to do, giving money to farmers and, you know, they can pay it back later. Um, it's a smart thing to do, but I think it was definitely a, a good step forward for for the Liberals. Not to get too much into politics with this whole thing, but you know it's kind it, of unavoidable at, the, at a certain point. It really is hard because um, whoever the leader of like the UK is, I saw a thing that they're pretty much going into full shutdown. Um, Boris like Johnson's a fucking pricking. That's his Boris. I try to remember. Is a B something? But you know they're going into full shutdown. Like Italy is. Yeah, he's a fucking twat. Anyways. Fair enough. Uh, a lot of places are doing that. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I have friends that I play with online that Ohio is going into shutdown. Like, full-on shutdown. Like, all jobs are closed. Like, yeah, get what well, you can and get kind of thing. Well, that's another thing. Like, if people don't start listening, like, there are going to be measures taken in place. The National Guard's going to come in. They're going to go into martial law. You're not going to be able to leave your house without, like, an armed gunman standing outside your house, like, patrolling, making sure you don't leave. And, like, eventually it's going to come to a situation where, I don't know if, like, people have played The Last of Us, but, like, there's those quarantine zones that are literally controlled by the military and you have ration lines and you can't leave unless you're working or, or going to visit on your days off or whatever. But, like, it's not unrealistic to think that if people don't start listening, that's going to happen. And the only thing that's going to save people from that happening is the fact that if this virus does die in the heat, like the summer will save people from that. But like, listen, <laughs> you know, like just listen to people who know what they're talking about. Obviously don't listen to us, but or this is kind of more of an opinion piece. We're not going to tell you what to do or what the facts are, but like go to the CDC website, go to the WHO website, get, pure facts stop listening to the media 
uh, and taking it at face value because they do like overhype stuff for you know attention. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Like, like we covered before, they do anything to get clicks. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like, "Oh, there was this mass death like spree in Italy today," and blah blah blah, and they click on it, like one person died. Yeah. yeah, it's still terrible, but they always blow everything out of proportion just for the... Um, what the fuck is the word? Scare factor? Not really, but... Well, it's fear-mongering, yeah. There we go, fear-mongering. Because they know if they fear-monger, they're going to get more clicks on their next thing, because they'll be like, oh, this is really bad, like, I'm going to keep watching. And even my mother's bad for this, because, like, she watches it, and she like she gets depressed, and, like, anyone watching this will get depressed nowadays, like... I've already stated on the podcast, like, I suffer with mental health issues. Like, why would I want to watch the news if it depresses me further, you know? And the thing is, you can only get so much information from the news, and it's just going to be repeating over and over and over again, which is why I don't mind reading about it. Um, I just can't watch it because it's the same shit over and over again. And that's why I literally only go to, like, the WHO and the um, CDC websites. Because I yeah. know those are, facts are going to be real. But, like, people have to stop being consumed by the news. It is just depressing when you fucking just sit around and that's all you're doing is watching that. Like, I don't even watch the news on a regular day, let alone when a pandemic's happening. Even on Sunday when we had my grandma over, she's like, so does anyone watch the news? And I immediately just said no. And I'm like, I can't. Like, you can watch the news later, but I just, I can't. Like it depresses the shit out of me to watch that. And and I'm trying to keep in good spirits and um, I'm definitely no, like it's not going to last forever. Like it's just fact that it's not going to last forever. It's going to pass just like everything else. <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay. <laughs> there goes one bucket of lava. <laughs> But yeah, no, you're not wrong. Like it's, it'll come and go. But it'll, t- it's honestly, it's gonna take a. I shouldn't say a lot. It'll take some people with it, like it already has. But I mm. hope that it's will slowly start dying off for the sake of everyone's families and friends and all that stuff. Because it is a rough time everyone's going through right now, especially with how bad the economy is here and now this. It's just one thing after another, and it's still yeah. that time of year that people aren't really in the best of shapes. Hmm. Well, and like it isn't, you know. I gotta say this because like we've made we made jokes when it first came out about you know you know it's not that bad it's just killing all people and while that is true like it is still sad and we don't mean to make light of it but at the same and this is another thing that I see and I guess I want to get your opinion on it. What do you think about like the jokes going on? Because a lot of people are saying like it's insensitive to to the people who are suffering and it's in, insensitive to those who are going to get the virus. But like at the same time, our generation has pretty much been known for making light of situations because that's all we can do because those that's our coping mechanisms. And, you know, what are we going to do as citizens? Because while we can do our part with social distancing and everything, we're not going to come up with a cure ourselves. So. What do you think? Do you think it's insensitive or do you still feel like it's just a good way of coping? It's just, honestly, it's a good way of coping. Like, there could be a lot worse things that they could be doing. Like, there's a lot worse jokes they could probably be cracking, you know, like... I'm pretty sure they're not, like, they don't mean to be completely insensitive and, like, 
mm. oh, you're like this thing's not valid. You shouldn't be able to do this and that and all that kind of shit, you know? Well, because I get it. I really, I really do get it. The fact that um, it can come across as insensitive for those who are like suffering and like making jokes about, you know, the boomers dying out. Like I've seen boomer remover, um, which I did chuckle at, but at the same time, it's not really funny to be joking about a group of people dying. Um, I feel like that's insensitive when it's directed towards people, but when it's like joking about, like when it's just spreading memes around, like. I, I think it's harmless, but maybe maybe waiting until this is over to start actually making jokes about it would be um, wise, I guess. But then you gotta look at, I mean, I don't want to bring this up because I saw this in a video, but 9-11. Um, that happened a long time ago. Well, not really a long time ago, but it happened a while ago. And people are still like, you know, edging around it, and they might say a joke for edgy humor or whatever, but they don't really joke about it. But then you have something like this, and people make jokes about it right away. So I don't know what the difference is, really. In my opinion, there's more um, sensitivity distance between 9-11 than there's coronavirus, so you'd think that making jokes about 9-11 would be less... Uh, um, less sensitive than making jokes about coronavirus, you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Like, But like he said before, that's how we cope. Like, we make light of it by making a joke. Because at the end of the day, if you don't laugh, you just swallow in your own, like, the darkness of it, you know? Yeah. And it is difficult, because, like, what do you do in that situation? Unless you're, like, directly affected, it, it is kind of, like, a thing that you're... You just gotta get through you know like everything's shut down we've got no movies um, most of the bars are closed i don't like there's still a few open here i think but like you can't go with your friends to have fun like drinking you're gonna go to one of the bars in town here and like everything just happened and we weren't able to go out we were gonna go to an escape room those are closed down because you know you can't be in close proximity with each other and it's just like what else do you do other than sit home and make light of the situation? Because you either you either sit at home and make light of the situation, or you sit at home and wallow in it, and you get even more depressed, and then you're not even doing anything anyways. So, like, you may as well try and make light of a situation. Exactly. And everyone copes different ways with stuff. Um, and you shouldn't invalidate someone's way of coping either. Brody, I told you, you gotta stop doing cocaine to cope. Oh, I just do that for fun. It's I like the smell of it. Uh, makes sense. I always <laughs> see him with some white powder on his nose. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I swear. And that's another thing with people coping is all these fucking stupid shoppers, um, that these panic buyers. And I get it. You want to fucking get enough food to last you a while um you want to get supplies so that you don't have to go out again but i have seen so many situations where all these older people literally can't even uh get the basic supplies that they need to survive because there's people that are just going around and buying up everything and it's sad yeah no like we went out just to because not that we were low not that we were out but we were we wanted to get a few things to finish off what we wanted for supper, right? 
So mm-hmm. we went out and like we wanted tacos. We went out and looked for some cheese and some sour cream and salsa and whatnot. And there was literally nothing. Like it was retarded. Yeah. I mean, I understand people wanting to prep, but this is a little overboard. Like, it's not like the stores are never, ever going to get food again. You know? Well, that's that's the thing, like, that our government has been saying is the fact that, um, that the stores can keep up if you guys stop fucking panic buying and stop buying up every single goddamn thing in the, on the shelves. Like, I even went to, um, uh, Walmart the other day. Because I was with a friend and he needed whipped cream. I don't judge his sexual habits, but whatever. But, like, it was bare. Like, there was nothing. Like, toilet paper was gone. And uh, I think water was almost gone. And I have never seen something like that um, in my lifetime. It was just fucking weird, you know? Um, But I saw a story that really was upsetting. um, And that was a woman... An old woman down in the States was waiting outside of Walmart and waiting for someone to um, pretty much come out and so she could give them money so that she could get some food. Um, she was going to give them a $100 bill if they could go and uh, buy some buy some food for her, for her and her husband. And, uh, you know, that, that's, that's just, that was really sad to me because, like, no one should have to do that. No one should have to beg someone to shop for them in order for them to, like, get the basic needs of survival, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's pretty bad. Um, So that was kind of upsetting to me. But another thing that I want to touch on is people who come to work um, when they're sick. Like, I, even at my work, people have been coming into my work, and they've been coughing and sneezing and stuff, and they're still, like, they're st- they still come in. Like, I don't understand that. I... Like, I sent that text to you, to you, I think. Someone was sick, and, like, <laughs> I felt like I did, shouldn't even be there. Thankfully, I got to do something that was just um, in the back, so I didn't really have to deal with people. But they might touch something, and, you know, maybe it's stuck on the surface, and then and then I have to uh, risk getting infected myself. And, and I don't understand why people are still coming in. If you're sick, stay home, you know? Yeah, no, people... <sighs> Um, like and like I said before, the essentials should be open, not like everything. Because like, like, go ahead. We both said like at the same time. Um, I looked at the list that Doug Ford put out, and it seems to me that like Doug Ford and Jason Kenny are kind of follow on the same systems. Uh, whatever Ford does, Kenny seems to do. Uh, but it, it looks like automotive shops. So your job. And hardware store, my job, are both on the essential services. So, like, we get to remain open pretty much for this whole pandemic because, you know, we provide essential services. But I think, personally, anyone who's caught at the workplace should be reported by someone in the workplace, whether it's a manager or supervisor, and they should be fined or at least given a warning that they're going to be fined if they come back to work because you are endangering so many lives just coming in, and it's really pisses me off that you put so many lives in danger just because you want to come into work like one of the guys literally walked into our break room coughing not covering his mouth or anything and he pulled out one of these cards which is given to like employees who do a good job he coughed everywhere reached into his pocket grabbed a card gave it to one of my coworkers, like oh yeah here before i forget and he left 
And oh, I just looked over God. to my coworker and I said I wouldn't touch that. Like he's literally just coughing everywhere. I just think they should be reported and they should be fine. Like they should be fine. And some people are getting fined in Vancouver. There's like fifty thousand dollar fines to anyone who's found outside who's infected, um, and knows that they're infected. Uh, and I honestly think that's a good thing. And maybe if people realize that there is going to be punishment whether it's imprisonment or whether it's fines, if they realize that there's going to be real punishments for being caught outside, that maybe they'll finally just stay inside, stop fucking being so selfish and so, like, they just don't care about anyone else. And I, yeah, it's ridiculous. <coughs> <coughs> Coronavirus. It's <laughs> the jokes, everyone. Don't hate us. You can hate uh, me, that's okay. One one other thing I want to touch on before we end this uh, is all these fucking pricks that are going out for um, their spring breaks. Now, I have seen that, uh, quite a few cases of kids doing this. Um, and I saw a case in Florida where the beaches weren't even closed and there were just kids everywhere for spring break. And there were, like, they were just in mass fucking groups everywhere. And it's like, they don't even, they can't even fathom um, that what they're doing could hurt other people and could make other people really sick and, and inevitably might kill them. Like, how fucking ignorant do you have to be to go around and do shit like that? Uh, that's... I, it's kind of a generational thing, I guess. But look, like they're maybe like our generation, I guess. Like yeah. some of us are really bad. Some of us are good and not like the assholes of the world, you know. But there yeah. are a whole bunch of people out there that are that kind of just douchey. Well, and I get having a good time. Go, go have a good time. But like, don't hurt. Like, don't infect people who. You don't even know. Like, there could be people in your in your life that you come across that you don't mean to um, get sick or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, is it's a possibility for anyone. And um, I don't know. I think that's really fucking selfish for people to be doing. And it's not like that. That seems to be the mentality that I don't understand. Though is I'm. I'm young, I'm healthy, I won't get infected. That's the mentality that people are going with. And it's selfish, it's fucking ridiculous that you think that way. You don't think that way when, you know, like, a baby's born and say that, like, their immune system's suppressed and you're, like, really sick. You don't go around that baby, so why would you treat others the exact same way? Right, yeah, no, that's... People are just dumb, and they definitely need to realize that they're that it's gonna definitely get worse before it gets better. Mm -hmm. And they need to realize that. Although, and until they do, like, there's nothing that we can do. You can put all like the broadcasts in the world on the news, and if they don't care, they really won't care. It's hard to get through to them. 
Yeah, and I don't know, like, this whole situation just really upsets me. Um, like, if it's not the whole news problem, it's, like, these fucking entitled assholes who think that they're invincible and that they're not going to infect anyone. Um, so, like, I, I, I honestly don't know. Like, I don't know how people can be this stupid and how people can be so insensitive. Um, but ultimately, like, it's gonna take all of us to get through this, and we're, we just gotta, like, stay safe, honestly, like, Brody and I are pretty much holed up in our houses, I go, like, once a week, pretty much, to go to work, um, we've postponed streams, like, co-streams, so him and I won't be streaming the podcast until, like, most of this blows over, um, but, like, at the end of the day, everyone do your part and uh don't take any unnecessary risks listen to the professionals but don't live in a state of fear i guess that that's my closing thing here is be safe but don't let it control your life yeah no like it's at least in unless you're in like a situation like italy where it shut down everything but like yeah if you're in a state like where we are, where, you know, there's only a couple cases sitting around and, you know, it's not completely shut everything down, um, stay safe and just don't be fear-mongered by others. And don't spread misinformation around. I know people on Facebook who are just sharing shit all around and it's just incorrect. And... Um, <laughs> That's almost as bad as the news fear-mongering, honestly. So, you know, stay safe. Don't fear-monger people and just don't let it control your life. And things will improve. Things will get better. People will get through this. Uh, and if you do have coronavirus, hopefully you get better soon. Um, I hope we don't make light of your situation. But again, like, joking is kind of one of the big things that gets people through hard times. So... Hopefully, if you have it and you hear someone make a joke about it and it does offend you, just let them know. But also realize that, you know, it's a stressful situation for everyone. Yeah, exactly. It's it's hard on everyone and people have their different ways to cope or to, like, rid their mind of the problems. So be nice to everyone, no matter how they're coping with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that was good. Yeah, it was a good episode back. Hopefully we'll be able to create some more spare episodes for you, and hopefully we'll be a little bit more active on social media. I will try. Honestly, most days are pretty lazy days for me, but I'm going to try and get better, maybe keep you guys updated on the socials. Uh, hopefully we can get back to streaming soon when this all blows over, and, uh, and uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be good. Um, Anything anything you want to say, Broderick? Uh, no. No, I'd say we kind of mostly covered it. Alrighty. Um, make sure to go check our merch out on redbubble.com. Uh, yes. Just search the B&B podcast or look for the link in our social media because sometimes our thing's hard to find just because we are a, a smaller podcast. Um, but, yeah, so go look for that. Our Patreon's up. Go support us on there. Trees just growing inside me. Um, yeah, so go check out our Patreon. 
And other than that, where can they find us on social media, Brody? Alrighty. As Brandon was saying, we will attempt to, now that we're indoors mostly, try and keep better contact with everyone through our social media. So that include Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, our main ones. But as Brian said, uh, look out for our merch on Redbubble and uh, our Patreon. If you want to become a donator, that'd be awesome. Come yeah. come support us and all of our endeavors. Maybe Brody and I will do the Renegade Dance on TikTok. The what? The Renegade Dance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to dance, Brody? No, it's okay. Okay, I heard you were the best twerker of your grad class, though. But th- that is correct. That's not a hard. That's not a very big bar to fill. <laughs> yeah, Brody might uh, twerk for you on stream, but then won't get banned. So you know, there's that. As long as I have my pants on, I'll be fine, right? There we go. Perfect. We'll just we'll just title it uh, BNB Podcast Playing Just Dance Four, and uh, we'll be fine. Exactly. That's what all, that's what all the what all the uh, TD streamers do nowadays, anyways. Okay, uh, that was a good episode. Uh, fuck Donald Trump and fuck the United States government for how they're handling the situation. Fuck you, Trudeau, as well. Why not? Um, hope you guys all stay safe. And, uh, like I said, try and uh, be sensitive, but also try and make as light of the situation as you can. Um, and uh, stay happy, stay safe, uh, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.